control air elementals but couldn't use the air to support their wings, which had a lot to do with their kind having been so enamored with humans. They quit using their wings so they could move about like humans did. After centuries of disuse, their wings were no longer big enough or powerful enough to support them. Pondering that she could call the wind to protect her or use it as an offensive weapon, Niall rubbed his chin. She didn't appear to have any real weapons on her, not that he could tell from the skimpy clothing she was wearing. The Mabara specialty was casting windstorms over the sea, creating waves of devastating proportions, or initiating powerful swirling wind funnels on land, even straight-line winds that could take out windows and windshields and walls made of brick. More subtly, they could create a poisonous dust and blow it into the face of their foe that would kill their enemy. Mabara sometimes employed the use of a less lethal cocktail, resulting in a couple of days of paralysis or a sleeping potion, both which contributed to the worst hangover a fae could suffer. Not that Niall had ever gotten himself into such a bind, but he'd read about a case where a cobra fae had tangled with the Mabara royal fae, who had subsequently grown smitten with him. The man had dumped her for a fellow female cobra fae, and the Mabara wench had blasted him with the sleeping powder. For weeks he'd had a devil of a time waking for any length of time. The royal houses had been at odds with one another ever since. It didn't take much for the fey kind to become sworn enemies. Niall tried to figure out what strange symbols the girl was writing on the wall, but he couldn't determine what she was trying to say. It had to be a message for his kind, though, and not a good one. If he didn't put a stop to it, he would not be doing his duty to his people." He strode forth to take charge of the situation, and her. But as soon as he began to move in her direction, he was certain she must have smelled his scent, because she whipped around, her soft pink lips parting, and her blonde brows raised in surprise, which almost made him smile to see her reaction, particularly knowing he had the upper hand. "'What do you think you're doing?' Niall asked sharply. As soon as she turned to fully face him, she whipped a piccolo-looking wooden pipe out of a pocket that had been hidden from his sight. Poisoned fey dust. He knew if he didn't make a hasty retreat and vanish in the blink of an eye, he could be one dead, dark fey. Before Serena could stop what she was about to do, she'd blown the shimmering pink powder at the Denkar fey. Thank the goddess she had used the sleeping powder and not the one meant to take down an enemy. Permanently although she had a reputation among the Mabara for creating the strongest sleeping concoction there was. She didn't go on deadly missions because she wasn't even supposed to be visiting the human world yet, although she'd trained vigorously for the job. She always came prepared, though, but she just couldn't stay away from them. Humans were just too intriguing, their interesting fashions, their modern conveniences— their nonconformity, when her own kind were stuck in the past with unbending tradition. She was ever thankful her mother had never learned of her forays into the human world, or the queen would have assigned guards to watch Serena's every move and ensured she didn't go where she wasn't supposed to, like here. She took a deep, shuddering breath and considered the sleeping lion fay. Oh, what had she done? He'd startled her, that was the problem. It was all his fault he was lying on the ground, looking rather cherub-like, his blonde hair curling about his ears, his bright blue eyes closed now, his masculine lips parted slightly as he slept the sleep of the dead. Her heart hammering, she quickly looked about, didn't see any sign of any other Denkar fay, 
but now her own efforts to attract one to send a further message to their kind was for naught. She saw two bare-chested guys wearing knee-length black and white floral swimming trunks and brown leather sandals, watching her from across the street in front of a beach shop. Great. She'd gathered an audience of humans instead of the dark fae. Cute wings, one guy said, giving her a thumbs up, his rusty-colored hair wet and curly. He motioned to the fae sleeping on the pavement. What did you do to him? The human wasn't drawing any closer. Maybe because she had been painting graffiti on a building and he didn't want to get too close in case the cops saw her. Or maybe he was afraid of her because she'd put a guy to sleep who had tried to stop her from painting on the wall. She ignored the human, trying to figure out what to do with the Dencarfe. Oh well, she'd goofed, but there wasn't anything to do about it now. She turned around and finished painting her message to the Dark Fae. Then she drew in close to the...